Welcome to another Impact Drive Time presentation, a value-added feature designed to help you increase your bottom line. From Gateway Financial Advisors, Incorporated, GFA is striving to provide our partners the synergy, support, and motivation needed to achieve their maximum potential. Go to www.gfainvestments.com or call 888-939-9714 to find out how you can be part of the winning team of Gateway Financial Advisors, Incorporated. Now sit back and enjoy as Gateway Financial Advisors presents another Impact Drive Time presentation to help you increase your bottom line. Well, good morning, everyone. I just wanted to start off and say welcome to our podcast. This is Shane Wessholter with uh, Gateway Insurance, Gateway Financial Advisors, the CEO and founder. Welcome. This is our very first podcast, and we're going to have an uh, exciting opportunity here to bring you some information. The first thing I would like to bring to your attention this morning would be the importance of leadership. Let's talk about Lincoln on Leadership, one of my favorite books, going back to President Lincoln and some of the effective strategies that he put in place for tough times. The first thing that he starts off with on uh, Lincoln on Leadership, Effective Strategies for Tough Times, is unite your followers with a corporate mission. You know, today with everything going on with the uh, coronavirus and the things around us, it's very important for us to have a focus a corporate mission or a purpose, I guess, in life. My question to you is, what is your mission? What is your mission about what you do every day? Why do you get up and want to work with your clients? Are you there to take their phone calls? Are you there to help give them inspiration and motivation? Instead of being negative, doom and gloom, are you lifting them up and giving them something positive to look forward to on the weeks and the months and the years ahead? You know, right now, the economy looks like it might have some struggles and challenges in a few months or even maybe a year ahead, and that's okay because we've been here and done this before. You know, America is very unique in how we can rebound. It's how we can overcome. And the human nature is to succeed. The human nature is to survive. It is to live. It's to move forward. And it's not to be put down and just to give up. So I want to encourage all of you to take attitude and say, you know, we're here for you. We're here to help you get through this. I mean, look at the opportunities that are everywhere. I saw one time on a program where they showed opportunity now here or opportunity nowhere. So my question to you is, do you look around and see opportunity now here? When I look at oil prices down at $20 or so a barrel, what an opportunity. When I see pharmaceutical stocks at discount prices, what an opportunity. When you look at other manufacturing stocks, what an opportunity. When you see real estate with interest rates almost down to zero, what an opportunity. So you look around and you have to encourage your clients and say, I understand right now it doesn't seem like we're going to get out of the fog, but the fog will lift. It doesn't seem like the rain is going to stop, but the rain will stop and the sun will come again. It doesn't look like the snow is ever going to melt, but every winter it's followed by spring and every spring is followed by a summer and every summer is followed by a fall and fall goes right back into another winter. So when you look back over history of the stock market, you're going to see we've been here before. We've been through the Great Depression. We've been through recessions. We've been through viruses that have impacted us. We've been through wars. We've been through terrorist attacks. We have been here before. So remind your clients that this too shall pass. We will survive. We will get through it, and things will rebound. Now, some of your clients may not have time to their advantage. I understand. So that's where we come in as professionals to just say exactly how you went into the market over time. We want to come out of the market over time. This is not a time for panic. This is not a time to take everything out. It's not a time to cash in. 
It is not doom and gloom. You don't need the lump sum of your entire account balance today. So if you need income this month, I understand. Just like we put it in slow, we're going to take it out slow. So let's liquidate what you need. Let's liquidate maybe one, two, three, four, even five or six months worth of necessity income. But that's all we need to liquidate right now. Let the rest sit. Let's manage it to the best of our professional ability and allow the markets to be the markets. Number two, Lincoln says, you must set and respond to fundamental goals and values that move your followers. What is your client's why? Why did they invest in the market? Why are they feeling the way they feel today? Do you understand their why? Is it about protecting themselves in the event of the unexpected? Is it about keeping their dignity in times of need? Is it about having financial security and a peace of mind? Sometimes we have to spend more time managing our client's emotions versus our client's logic. You must set and respond to fundamental goals and values that move your followers in the right direction. Number three, Lincoln says on leadership, provide a clear, concise statement of the direction of your organization and justify the actions you take. Do your clients understand your professional ability to give them guidance during these troubling times? Do your clients understand that you can have a concise direction, that you're out there listening and researching and being attentive to all of the things that are necessary to make the best professional decisions you can on their behalf. So again, make sure that you're giving them a clear, concise statement of direction about your organization, about your decisions, and why you're justifying the actions that you're taking. Number four, Lincoln says, everywhere you go, at every conceivable opportunity, reaffirm, reassert, and remind everyone of the basic principles on which your organization was founded. Gateway was founded on taking the if out of life so you can live. Helping people maintain their dignity. My focus when I began was, what if I live? What if I linger? What if I leave? What's my legacy? If I can help people take the ifs out of those four things in life, then they can live their life without worry, without stress, with confidence, with assurance that things will be okay. We are going to plan for the things that we want to plan for. We're going to protect against the things that are unexpected. And if we plan properly and we protect properly, then I can go on and live my life without stress or financial concern or financial worry. That allows me to have a quality of life and maintain my dignity. So my proposal to you is, are you reaffirming to your clients? Are you reminding them of the very basic principles on what you wanted to do with them in the very beginning? Why are they investing? Why did they invest to start with? Why did they buy the protection that they purchased? What are the underlying principles upon which you can help guide them? Number five, always let your subordinates know that the honor will be all theirs if they succeed and the blame will be yours if they fail. How do you translate that to what we do every day? As leaders, as leaders in life, as a leader in your family, in your community, and in organizations and churches and temples that you might belong, as leaders in business, and as leaders for your clients, you need to be able to help them understand that you have confidence and that if things go well and things go right, they get the glory, they get the praise. If things go wrong, you'll accept it. You have broad shoulders, you have strong backs. You have the confidence to know that a decision is only a process. I look at decisions this way. Every decision I make only leads me to another decision. If I choose to go right, eventually I'll have to make a decision to stay straight, go right, or go left. Every decision you make is only another decision. So let your clients know that you're confident and that you're willing to accept that if you make a wrong decision, it's okay. It's never a wrong decision. It's a decision that you made that didn't give you the results that you were looking for. So therefore, we have to make another decision. Most decisions have the ability to have a corrective decision made. You know, scientists are different than most. Scientists do not go in looking to see if they're right. They go in looking to prove 
where they're wrong. Think about it. Every time they run a test, they are testing it for failure. They want to see that if they test it this way, will it succeed or will it fail? They're actually testing for failure. They're not necessarily testing for success. Business, we say, well, you're successful if you make the right decisions. I propose that you're just successful if you just make decisions. Many people are afraid to make a decision. Should I invest today? Should I not invest today? Should I put my money in? Should I pull my money out? Should I buy oil? Should I buy real estate? Should I buy stock? Should I buy bonds? What should I do? Maybe I should just keep my money in cash. I don't know. They're afraid to make a decision. I look at it this way. If you make a decision and you don't like the results of the decision you made, then make another decision. It's as simple as that. So give them the confidence that if it goes right, you'll say, hey, that was a great decision. I'm glad that you made that decision. Aren't you happy you made that decision? If it goes wrong, you say, you know, I'll take the responsibility for this. That decision doesn't give us the results that we were expecting. Let's make another decision. When making a decision, number six, understand the facts. Consider various solutions and their consequences. Make sure that the decision is consistent with your objectives and effectively communicate your judgment. What Lincoln is saying in number six is don't be afraid to make a decision. However, before you make the decision, do your research. Make sure that when you make that decision, you have done your homework, that you have actually looked at the various solutions. You have looked at the consequences. Then make sure that the decision is consistent with your objectives, your goals, your underlying principles, and then effectively communicate that. So when I have to make a decision, many times I will look at it and say, okay, what's the worst outcome? What's the worst possible thing that could happen by making this decision? If I choose to invest in this, what's the worst thing that can happen? If I choose to do that, what's the worst thing that can happen? If we choose to move this direction, what's the worst thing that can happen? And if we analyze research and understand the worst possible outcome, and we're okay with that, then it's not a bad decision. If we understand the worst possible outcome or what could go wrong and we can prepare and plan for that, then it's not a bad decision. Every decision that I have to make, I always look at what if. What if this? What if that? What are the possible outcomes that are good? What are the possible outcomes that are bad? If we can plan against prohibiting some of the negative possibilities, the more that we can shore those up, the easier that decision is to make. But sometimes we just have to take the risk. I can climb that mountain. I know I can succeed. The best thing is, is if I succeed, it's going to be a wonderful opportunity. However, I can also fall off the face of the mountain. A windstorm can come up. Rain could start. Rocks could slip out from underneath of me. I could lose my sure footing. Things beyond my control could happen. What's the possible worst outcomes that can happen? And am I willing to take that risk? Help your clients with the same thing. What's the worst possible thing that can happen if you leave your money in the market? Can we live with that risk? Do we have alternatives? At what point are we willing to call for help? Are we willing to jump out and pull the parachute? Are we willing to not take that risk. Number seven, make consistency one of the main cogs of the machinery of your corporation. Make consistency one of the main cogs in the machinery of your corporation. What Lincoln was trying to convey there was be consistent. Don't ping pong around all over the place. Don't bounce up and down. Don't be a yo-yo. Figure out what it is that you want to do. Be consistent and stay the course. Just because a storm comes along doesn't mean that you get off your course. If you go back and you read some books about captains who had to go across the sea, they had a course, they had a map, they had a plan. Just because a storm came along didn't necessarily mean they deviated off of their course. Now, sometimes they got blown off of their course and they had to make it back to their course line. They had to make it back to that line that they drew to get them to their destination. Well, we have the same thing in our life every day. Just because we set out on a course doesn't necessarily mean it's going to go perfect. Many of you have probably taken off on a road trip only to find out that somewhere along your road trip, there was road work being done and you had to take a detour. You had to go off of the main course that you thought you were going to go. There was the highway that you were going to take and now you're on the outer road and now you're on a side road 
that takes you back to the highway somewhere down the road. Life has detours. What we're experiencing right now in our economy is just a detour. Hope your clients understand that consistency needs to be one of our focuses. And if we believe the markets were an opportunity to get us where we needed to go to reach our financial goal, then don't give up on the markets just because we have a small detour. It doesn't mean that you're not smart. It doesn't mean that you don't take the detour. It doesn't mean that you don't maybe pull off for a little while and have lunch and let the accident or the traffic clear out. But it definitely means that you get back on your course whenever available and you don't allow small detours to take you off of your consistency. Number eight, remember your organization will take on the personality of its top leaders. People will follow you. People will believe in you. People will trust you when they know you have the confidence, when they know that you are trustworthy, when they know that you are solid. When you begin to waffle in your own decisions, when you begin to show uncertainty, when you begin to show that you're not confident in the guidance and the direction of the own, your own advice, then they too will become uncertain. If you believe the markets are in trouble, your clients will believe the markets are in trouble. If you believe that the markets will rebound, your clients will believe the markets will rebound. If you believe this too shall pass, then your clients will believe this too shall pass. Now, will they believe 100%? Not necessarily. But if you have someone that was 80% uncertain of the markets and you talk them down to being only 30% uncertain of the markets, you've done a great job as a leader. You see, leaders have to give inspiration. They have to give motivation. They have to give assurance in troubling times. It's not always a straight line course. It's not always easy to get there. Sometimes doubt comes along the way. Sometimes we are uncertain whether we even made the right decision as the leader. But in the end, when you show confidence, when you show belief, when you show optimism over pessimism, people will begin to follow you and stay strong. Again, doesn't mean that you're always right. It doesn't mean that they have to believe you 100%. What it does mean is they trust you and believe you enough to continue to follow your guidance, your direction, and your professional opinion. Number nine, you must seek and require access to reliable and up-to-date information. This is important, especially in times like these. When we have to make serious decisions that can impact multitudes of lives, when we have to make those decisions that can impact the results of their financial security, we have to make sure that we are seeking access to reliable, trustworthy, honest, up-to-date, and accurate information. There's a lot of information. Not all of it's accurate. There's a lot of information. Not all of it is true. There's a lot of people that want to express their feelings, their opinions, their thoughts, their beliefs. It doesn't necessarily make them correct. So be careful on what you read, be careful on what you listen to, and be careful what you recommunicate. Seek first to require access to reliable and up-to-date, accurate, truthful information, even if it's information that they may not want to hear. And number 10, when you meet with an individual, try not to part with an unpleasant impression on the other side. Regardless of whether your clients take your advice or not, the ultimate goal is to make sure that you part in a pleasant manner. They still have to have respect for you and you have to have respect for them. Just because we agree to disagree doesn't mean that we have to be mad at each other. There are a lot of times that I make a decision that not all of my leadership, nor my staff, nor my clients agree with. There are times that they do things that I don't necessarily agree with. There's times that sometimes I want to go one direction and they say, no, we don't agree and I concede and we go a different direction than what I wanted to go. And that's okay. Sometimes we have heated discussions in our boardroom, in our office, face-to-face, -face, on the phone, and that's okay. Just because we disagree doesn't mean we don't have to like each other. Our objective here is to always part in pleasant situations. In other words, try not to part with an unpleasant impression on the other side. Your clients might want to move their accounts to another advisor. That's okay. There's other clients that are moving from advisors to you. 
when someone doesn't like the results that they were expecting or don't get the results they were expecting, they want to make a change and that's okay. You have acquired clients over the years from other advisors who previously had those clients. You will lose some of your clients to advisors who want to leave you. That is our business and it's okay. So remember this, when you part, try not to part with an unpleasant impression on the other side. Thank you for listening. And remember, dream of tomorrow, learn from yesterday, focus on today. This is Shane Wessler, CEO of Gateway Insurance and Gateway Financial Advisors. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope you enjoyed this program. GFA is focused on being a one-stop shop for full financial planning. To get more information about how you can join and be part of this winning team, go to www.gfainvestments.com or call us at 888-939-9714. Once again, our website is www.gfainvestments.com or you can contact us at 888-939-9714. This has been a presentation of Gateway Financial Advisors, Incorporated. And remember... Focus on your maximum potential. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a broker-dealer, member of FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors Incorporated, registered investment advisor. Gateway Financial Advisors Incorporated and Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated are not affiliated.